It's time for the December 12, 2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a cheerfully pessimistic recollection of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. My little doggy Mahler is out barking in the field. And today we are your citizen news readers, and this is the news. You know, don't take the news too seriously, really. They put all that dramatic music at the beginning of news. You know, that dum da dum da dum, dum And somebody comes on in a very distinguished-looking uh, suit with a generally blue background to draw you in the lights, the accents. And they tell you things that you're supposed to believe. Well, you can believe it, but remember... The perspective. They're trying to sell you stuff. At KUCI, we're not. Astronomers may finally have detected a signal of dark matter, the mysterious stuff that is thought to make up most of the material universe. They've got dark matter now. At least they think they do. Researchers of the European Space Agency stated that they picked up a strange spike in X-rays coming from two cosmic locations, the Andromeda Galaxy and the Perseus Cluster. Who can ever forget the Perseus Cluster? The astronomers think the strange emissions could be the signal of dark matter. Keywords there being think, could be. If so, it would be the first physical proof of dark matter. The keywords there being if so. Hey, a failed U.S. rescue operation in Yemen left the Two Western hostages dead, as well as 11 others, including civilians. This was an unfortunate episode in our history. Force of U.S. and Yemeni commandos carried out the raid in a bid to rescue American photojournalist Luke Somers. But the captor shot Somers and another hostage, South African teacher Pierre Corky, before fleeing. You know... Ah, what gets into people's minds. The charity Gift of the Givers says it had reached a ransom deal with the captors that was set to free Corky just hours later. So they had the deal all worked out, but apparently communication didn't exist between the charity and the U.S. and Yemeni commandos. The United States says it was not aware of where Corky was about to be released when it launched the operation. Here's some more good news for you. A deadly epidemic that could have global implications is quietly sweeping India, and among its many victims are tens of thousands of newborns dying because once miraculous cures. This is the copy. You know, I don't know miraculous is the word. They were great cures. It took scientists many hours to... uh, Many hours, many years, centuries even, to come up with these cures. Miraculous? Eh. Anyway, they no longer work, these cures. These infants are born with bacterial infections that are resistant to most known antibiotics. More than 58,000 died last year as a result, a recent study found. While that's still a fraction of the nearly 800,000 newborns who die annually in India, 
Indian pediatricians say that the rising toll of resistant infections could soon swamp efforts to improve India's abysmal infant death rate. Nearly a third of the world's newborns death or newborn deaths occur in India. <sighs> An independent forensic team in Mexico says tests on human remains have confirmed the identity of one of the 43 students missing since late September. The initial DNA testing is consistent with theories the students' bodies were incinerated at a garbage dump. The students' abduction by police and drug gangs has set off protests across Mexico against state-backed violence and corruption, prompting the worst crisis of President Enrique Peña Nieto's two years in office. <sighs> I'm not a fan of Nieto, but there was some minor uproar last week when, uh, when Gonzo, first baseman for the Los Angeles Dodgers, Gonzalez, that is. We call him Gonzo. He went down to Mexico to receive an award and in the process um, gave uh, Pianian Nieto a uh, jersey, a Dodger jersey. And a lot of people online were saying this was a slap in the face, twittering away that this was a slap in the face to Mexicans everywhere. No, Gonzo was just down there getting his award and and uh, Nieto is maybe incompetent, maybe not a very good leader, but I, I seem to recall that uh, George Bush got a jersey from Kurt Schilling, and I, I don't really see the difference. Bush is a criminal. Schilling's an ass. And, <laughs> and uh, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, what indeed. After thousands of pro-democracy protesters wielding umbrellas, goggles, masks, food, and helmets in Hong Kong blocked the main city road and surrounded and shut down a government headquarters in the city's Admiralty District. The Admiralty District. Huh. Police sprayed them with water hoses, fired tear gas at them, and beat them with batons. Three founders of the protest movement surrendered to police and recommended the student protesters decamp. Not a bad idea. We urge the occupation to end soon and more citizens will carry out the basic responsibility of civil disobedience, said one leader as he was discharged from a police station, station which is to surrender. These are uh, orderly protesters, to say the least. An Ecuadorian Shuar indigenous leader. That's Shuar, that's an... Uh, uh, group of people in Ecuador, a tribe, whatever you want to call them. Ah, Shuar indigenous leader who opposed a major mining project was found dead just days before he was due to speak at the UN climate summit in Lima, Peru. Jose Isidro Tendesa Atun was found buried in his, with his arms and legs bound. He went missing one week before he planned to speak at a tribunal of the rights of nature in opposition to the Mirador open pit copper and gold mine. Yeah, you get in the way of people wanting to make money and they'll bind your arms and legs and bury you. The project, this, this happens everywhere. 
<sighs> Unfortunately, it happened to this uh, Shuar. The project, operated by a Chinese company, that's the Open Pit Copper and Gold Mine Project, would devastate swaths of the southern Amazon, which is a key area to biodiversity, which is also the home to the Shuar. Shuar leader Domingo Ancuash has accused Ecuadorian authorities of complicity in Tendenza's murder. Don't know if that's true, but I would say someone at the copper and gold mine. What's the name of this place here? Mirador. Keep that name in mind and uh, spit on them when you can. I'm sure someone there profited by uh, Jose's death. Russia offered to help set help India set up at least 10 more nuclear reactors and manufacture light utility helicopters as the countries, the two countries, India and Russia, stepped up their defense and strategic partnership. That was when President Putin was down there having cookies and milk with the Chinese leaders. They said, ah, let's build some more nuclear reactors. I don't know. Sounds kind of... Uh, like they're going to be friends. Yeah. That's right, Mahler. Come over here, boy. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, France. 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 Yeah, France. France agreed to pay $60 million to settle a dispute with Holocaust survivors deported via the country's railway service. In other words, this was back in World War II. France's government-owned rail company SNCF moved tens of thousands of Jews to concentration camps during World War II. <coughs> the company has said it was under Nazi control, but its role in the Holocaust has created legal complications as SNCF tries to win transportation contracts around the world. Well, that's a polite way of saying that people don't want to do business with a company that <laughs> help contribute to the deaths of millions of people. I guess. A woman in Hamilton, Canada was sentenced to probation and therapy for keeping the corpse of her husband who died of a foot infection in his bed for six months. So she was, uh, you know, I, I imagine the, the corpse picked up a bit of a stench in that amount of time. Although she could have drained the blood and did a proper mummification. Didn't say she did, though. Just as Jesus raised Lazarus after the fourth day, so did she believe God would resurrect her husband, said the woman's lawyer. That's a good defense. Counseling is certainly going to be beneficial, he added. Hey. For me, I think. Counseling would be beneficial to me. Yeah. Excuse me, but I do have a little bit of a, uh, a cough today. that I'm, I'm putting under control. When you say the word cough, it, it opens a door in your mind that makes you want to cough. It was reported that a 
2011 North Korean directive had ordered all North Koreans names named Kim Jong-un, excepting the country's leader, Kim Jong-un, to change their names. This was, this was a North Korean directive. Now, sometimes I read this news about North Korea and I think, is this just U.S. propaganda making us think that the North Koreans are crazy? But then I look at Kim Jong-un and I think, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I think he's a little bit crazy. And I think it's a possibility. There's, there's another uh, question we'll get, uh, another question, another story we'll get to in a bit. Yeah, there it is right here. It's, it's, it's kind of similar. People who think too highly of themselves. A furor in South Korea over an airline executive who ordered a flight back to the gate after a contretemps over macadamia nuts continued today. This is a furor over someone, an executive at an airline, who ordered a flight back you know, after it was in the air. And why did this happen, you say? Well, the head of the airline apologized on live television and said the executive, who happened to be his daughter, had been stripped of all her executive posts, but will still have her uh, summer estate and her five cars and eventually have a fine job somewhere. Blame me, please. It's my fault, Cho Yang-ho, the chairman of Korean Airlines, said in front of a bank of cameras at one point, bowing deeply. Following a Korean tradition of showing public contrition when one's children misbehave, he added, I failed to raise her properly. Well, here's what happened. Mr. Cho's daughter, Cho Hun-ah, was on a Korean air flight that she had that she had that had just left the gate at Kennedy International on December 5th, bound for South Korea. It was up in the air when she ordered it to return so the senior flight attendant could be removed. Now, why was the senior flight attendant bugging Ms. Hun Ah or Ms. Chow? Ms. Chow had become upset when she was served macadamia nuts in the first class section in an unopened bag instead of on a plate. She wanted her macadamia nuts on a plate. They were in a bag. I suppose it was too difficult for her to open the bag. Maybe she became infuriated. I have been infuriated at some plastic bags, but I never would turn a flight back. But, you know, I don't think that highly of myself. Yeah. Zimbabwe President Robert Mungumbay accused his vice president of asking a witch doctor to cast a spell on him. And I'm sure he did. I cast a spell on Mungumbay just the other day. UNAFRI, Belgium's National Association of Fritkot Owners. That's U-N-A-F-R-I. I'm sure it's United Fritkot Owners is uh, what it stands for. And, and Fritkots are, are little stands that are around Belgium. They serve primarily uh, fried potatoes. But this uh, particular group in Belgium lobbied to have Belgian French fries labeled a UNESCO cultural heritage item. <laughs> it may be. 
And Facebook is thinking of adding a way to dislike posts on its site, a dislike button. Now, Zuckerberg was very uh, concerned that he didn't want it to be an anti-button, you know, that you didn't like the person who posted something, you just wanted to dislike something about what they posted. <coughs> oh my. And this is in the news. Yes, this is in the news. I think right about now it's time for me to uh, take a shower. Excuse me. Well, that was much better. It's time for secret stuff. U.S. Senate findings released this week provided new details on the CIA's abuses of foreign prisoners, as well as the extensive efforts it took to mislead the federal government. Oh, why, oh, why did they mislead us? Because they're a secret organization. That's why. Eh. Not only misled the federal government, but Congress and the public. Outgoing Democratic Senator Mark Udall called for a purge of the top CIA officials implicated in the abuses and cover-up, including the current director, John Brennan. And of course, Brennan bristled at this. At first, he denied everything, and then we'll find out what he did in a, just a couple of sentences here. Udall accused the CIA of lying, speaking in Geneva. A spokesperson, well, of course, they, he was accused them of lying. That's what they do. They lie. It's, it's an organization whose task is to deceive. Speaking in Geneva, a spokesperson for the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights said the U.S. obligation to prosecute over torture is crystal clear. In other words, prosecute them. Calling the U.S. torture practices gruesome, Germany's justice minister said everybody involved <laughs> must be legally prosecuted. I would say so. Afghan President Af Ashraf Ghani called the CIA's abuses inhuman and in violation of all accepted norms of human rights in the world. And it is. Ghani's comments about the U.S. Quiet, quietly uh, as came. Ghani's comments came as the U.S. quietly announced it had closed its last remaining prison in Afghanistan at the Bagram Air Base. The U.S. handed over the last prisoners known to be in custody in Afghanistan, including one prisoner whose torture is detailed in the Senate report. The Obama administration, meanwhile, is standing by its refusal to prosecute Bush administration officials for carrying out torture. So they don't want to they don't want to step on Bush. They got enough on their own to be ashamed of. And who are they to point fingers? Nevertheless, it does seem a bit. Uh, what do they know? What are we not being told? But those uh, torture Programs included waterboarding, sexual abuse with broomsticks, rectal feeding, and rectal hydration. 
<sighs> Meanwhile, in an unprecedented news conference from CIA headquarters agency director John Brennan, who, as I mentioned earlier, Mark Udall, said, we got to get rid of Brennan. So Brennan had to say something. And he admitted that some officers had engaged in ab abhorrent conduct in their interrogations of terrorism suspects, but he insisted that the secret program had provided useful intelligence. Whether that intelligence could have been obtained without torture was unknowable. And many people were saying that it provided nothing. In fact, it may have prevented intelligence that was not intelligent. It might have, you, you, you admit just about anything when you're being tortured. Ah, no CIA director has ever given a televised address to, at agency headquarters. Brennan did so partially to rebute or rebut. He rebutted a Senate Intelligence Committee report that we were talking about and called the report flawed. Now, what's crazy about this report is it's gazillion pages long, but it's only a tenth of that because we got rid of the other 90%. We were afraid that maybe bad things would happen if we, if we told the whole truth. So we got 10%. 10%. Say, say it was 10,000 pages, you know. So we got 1,000 pages. It was more than 10,000 pages. Nevertheless, out of those 1,000 pages, much of that was redacted. It was marked out. They took out names and places and even program titles. So it was very hard to really determine what the hell was going on. And you got to wonder if they just did some creative editing. They knew we wanted to hear something about waterboarding. So they left the juicy parts in about that, but, but never really gave enough information to implicate anybody. Hey, I, I need to leave the room. I don't blame your mother. As a torture fallout unfolds, two of the psychologists who helped create the CIA's program, that's right, two psychologists who helped create this program have spoken out, have spoken out in their own defense, or one of the two. There we go, one of the two, Mahler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Mitchell said the abuse of prisoners is preferable to the Obama administration's ongoing drone war that claims civilian lives. So, so, uh, yeah. uh, torture, drones, what's the difference, really? Prisoners were threatened with buzzing power drills. That's another little torture thing. Some captors were de deprived of sleep for up to 180 hours, at times with their hands shackled above their heads. The torture was carried out at black sites in Afghanistan, Lithuania, Romania, Poland, Thailand, and a secret site on the Guantanamo Naval Base known as Strawberry Fields. Oh, that's sweet. Mm -hmm. Speaking on the Senate floor, the chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, Dianne Feinstein, said the report forces the United States to say never again. Yeah, yeah right. That's what it forces us to say. Never again get caught. You may recall that on May 26, 2002, Feinstein said the attacks of 9-11 were a real awakening and that we have to do some things that historically we would have not wanted to do in order to protect ourselves. 
I wonder what she was talking about back then. The Senate's Intelligence Committee staff chose to interview no one for the report. So they never talked to anybody. They just looked at the report. And out of all of this, the worst consequence is that there's no recommendations. This is a report with no recommendations, which is a lot, which is the way a lot of reports go because they, they want more money or more time. So somebody will come up with the uh, idea, well, let's have a committee to come up with uh, some recommendations. And so we'll spend another couple years on it and gradually forget about how horrible the CIA acted. Also, the House of Representatives. This is uh, in another whole bit of secret stuff. The House of Representatives overwhelmingly voted in June to ban the NSA, National Security Agency, from searching for Americans' communications in surveillance collected while targeting foreigners. That was, that was back in June. But the uh, spending package unveiled Tuesday night, and which was, <laughs> we don't know what the spending package is. I'll talk about that in a bit. But the, uh, the on the bus spending package unveiled Tuesday night, there was a piece of legislation that must pass to avoid a government shutdown that chucks that NSA safeguard. In other words, banning the NSA from searching in our communications, that just chucks that out the door. Yep. And now it's time to tell you some great information. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now it's time for Drones in the News. That was quite a mood shift there, Mahler. Nice going. A laser weapon tested for four months by the U.S. Navy can blast drones out of the sky in seconds. The $40 million 30-kilowatt laser was fully integrated into systems aboard the USS Ponce. What a name. <laughs> I served on the Ponce. Anyway, that was at the end of summer. Rear Admiral Matthew Clunder, head of office, head of the Office of Nasal, <laughs> nasal Research. Yeah, yeah, my cold is bothering me. Naval Research said this is... <laughs> This is the first time in recorded history that a directed energy weapon system has ever deployed on anything. <laughs> well, if you put it that way, I don't know. It's the first time we've ever shot a drone down with a laser. These people talk in a strange language, don't they? Also, Jeff Bezos, you know him. Amazon, all that. He isn't too optimistic about their prime air coming to the United States, their delivery system. Bezos believes the Federal Aviation Administration and its current as well as upcoming drone laws will slow commercial drone, drone use. Currently, commercial use of drones is completely banned. The FAA is tasked with coming up with new regulations to allow businesses to use UAVs, or we call them drones. But recent rumors indicate these regulations might end up being very restrictive. Also in drones in the news... Along the line of delivery drones, the mayor of London thinks delivery drones could be perfect to reduce traffic jams in London. 
Mayor Boris Johnson said that online shopping delivery vans are clogging the city's streets and flying robots could help with that. I want to be controlling an app that enables my shopping not only to be click and collect, I want my personal drone to come and drop it wherever I choose, said Boris. Get off your fat ass, Boris. Jeez. I'm in a mood today. I'm in a mood. Yeah, I'm in a mood. Get there in the middle of nowhere. President, yeah. President, what is it, Molly? Jeez Louise. President Barack Obama. Now, in the uh, domestic side of the news, President Barack Obama signed a bill that provides a two-day extension of government funding and temporarily averts a partial federal government shutdown. Both houses of Congress approved the heavily fought-over spending measure late yesterday, just before midnight. <laughs> you know, these people are just as incompetent as some of my friends. And I don't know why my friends get upset because they're incompetent. Because the government's incompetent. Because they're incompetent. You know what I'm saying? You put you put a group of my friends together to come up with a budget. They'd wait until midnight. The Senate now has until Saturday at midnight to approve a wider spending measure. I don't know what they mean by wider, but that's what it says right here. The Senate is expected to follow the lead of the House of Representatives. <laughs> which on Thursday passed the $1.1 trillion spending bill that funds the government through September 2015. Yeah, where was I? Republican Speaker of the House John Boner warned lawmakers that if they did not pass a bill Thursday, even a temporary measure to fund the government, they would have to stay in Washington until Christmas. Oh, poor babies. They would have to work until Christmas. That makes me so sad. <laughs> Lawmakers from both sides and President Obama urged passage, even though conservative Repug Repug Republicans, Republicans were angry over what was not in the bill and liberal Democrats were upset over what was there. Conservatives said the measure does not block Obama from taking executive action on immigration, even though he can. Liberals were furious over last-minute provisions that ease regulations on big banks, saying taxpayers would be responsible for bailing out banks that fail. Which, of course, we are. <laughs> you know, we should have really let the banks fail. That would have been a lot of fun. And I believe that. More than one million Americans who were promised secure, predictable retirement income probably will see part of their monthly benefit checks evaporate as Congress moves to stabilize some private pension systems veering toward insolvency because we bailed out the banks. If we cared as much about people's lives and their pensions and how they existed after they served or worked, we cared more about that than, than banks, then this problem wouldn't exist. The expected congressional action to allow previously promised private sector pensions, that's private sector pensions, to be cut is another sign that decades-old assurances that workers were given about retirement income 
is fading. In other words, we've been lied to. Ah, protests in New York City for an eighth straight night since a grand jury decision not to indict a police officer for the death of Eric Gardner continued. On Tuesday, demonstrators staged a die-in inside Grand Central Station, lying on the ground, simulating choking and chanting Garner's last words, I can't breathe. A group of high schoolers staged a walkout, marching to the Brooklyn office of federal prosecutor and attorney general nominee Loretta Lynch to defend federal intervention. In response to the protest, New York City Police Commissioner Bill Bratton vowed to retain, retrain officers. Uh, New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman was, has asked for the authority to probe all police killings of unarmed civilians. Other cities taking part in the ongoing protest Monday included Berkeley, California, where more than 1,000 people marched in the streets and shut down a highway. A group of protesters also blocked an Amtrak train after marching on a railroad track. Also, Brooklyn's district attorney convened a grand jury over the fatal police shooting of an unarmed African-American man in a public housing stairwell in November. The family of Tamir Rice, a 12-year-old American, African-American boy, is American, killed by a police officer while holding a pellet gun in Cleveland, Ohio, announced that they would file suit against the officer who shot Rice within two seconds of spotting him. Yeah. Also, a grand jury announced that they will not indict a Maryland, Maryland police officer who killed an unarmed man who had Down syndrome. I don't see any... Uh, uh, hi, Claudia. Good morning. How are you doing today? Nathan, Nathan I'm doing just fine. Glad yeah. to be in here. I'm just glad to be here. Claudia Schaumbach See what I can here. add to in the schmaltz here. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just seeing this, this Down syndrome guy. Yeah. I don't see any... Down syndrome patients marching, but maybe I'm crazy. No, they're not mobilizing. They're 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 trying to keep it together. That's good. They they should be mobilizing. But the mobilizing is civilization in our society. That yeah. might be the mobilizing we're looking for. Ah, the killing yeah. happened here when a cop arrived to force Sailor to leave a theater after he wanted to see Zero Dark Thirty a second time. So this was like something that all my friends do. They go into a theater, they pay one admission price, and then they sit in the same theater or move around. In fact, my friends should be pretty killed, according to this, because they not only see the same movie twice, they want to go see a different movie. So that would be more revenue, I think, the theaters could be making. Right. And I think it should be punishable by death if, if they attempt you to do just, that. You mm. just, okay. No, I don't, no, I'm serious. Uh, they should work. They should clean up the theater. They should they clean should. up the theater. They're lick, just... lick all the stains off the floor of the theater. Well, that's what they could have these people do that's as a punishment. I mean. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Better than death. This is a this was a large sized man again, and the police, of course, blamed the fact that this fellow was large. Uh, that's why he died. He oh. wouldn't have died if he was just sitting in his seat. Well, we know about large too, like yeah. large people coming at you and Jeff and. Ferguson, large people splitting up cigarette packages in 
Staten Island. That did, you, kind of did you come to rescue large. me here, Claudia? You were listening to the show I, and say, this will never I do. didn't know. I didn't hear. I didn't see your email until oh. well into the show. It's well, a, <laughs> things get bunched up in my, uh, well, thank you for my coming. AT&T lovely service. So thank you for coming. I wish I'd been here earlier because this is some, a moment I've been waiting for. Because yeah. there's a lot that happens on Weekly Signals. Because yeah. there's well, a lot that happens every 185 hours. Yeah. Or how many hours it 162. is? 162. We, we do a recap of 162 It feels like 185 hours. sometimes, especially this week. Mahler thanks you, too, by the way. There he is. A police officer in California... Okay, okay. Shh. Yeah. A police officer in California refused to use unnecessary force and calmed down a suicidal college student with compassion and reason, and now he might lose his job. You hear about this? No, not, not that particular one. This is Let's crazy. talk about that. A that campus is crazy. police officer with 20 years experience responded to a report of a suicidal student at Cal State uh, University's Monterey Bay campus. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, on the base there. According to, to his report, he entered the student's room, and rather than use brutality or to defuse the situation, he called, his the he, he calmed the student down, and then he said, I'm going to go get you a glass of water when the student was calmed down. The officer obliged and went to retrieve the drink. Before he returned, the Marina Police Department arrived and used a stun gun on him. And wow. then they did something called dry stunning. So they, they put the gun right on your body, and, and they, they zap you some more. Oh, jeez. A direct hit. Yeah. And they, 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 they cited uh, the officer for failure to act in what they allege was a highly agitated situation because the other officers found a knife and a hammer in the room with the student. Which might have been used maybe to put up a picture and to eat dinner well, with. Whose standard was being applied? In the, there's two standards. There's know. the municipal and there's the federal standards. I have no idea. That's strange. Yeah. But this guy who, who actually calmed the suicide victim right. down is going to be punished. And a man whose bid to become a police officer was rejected after he scored too high on an intelligence test. Oh, oh yeah. there's a vetting process for you. Yeah, yeah. The second U.S. court... Uh, Circuit Court of Appeals in New York upheld a lower court's decision that the city did not discriminate against Robert Jordan because the same standards were applied to everyone. But Jordan claims that it puts a uh, official face on discrimination because he can't control how smart he is. Yeah. Which I think he has a great point. Yeah. They say they don't want to hire smart people because they'll get bored and leave the job. That would explain a lot of government work. Oh, dear. Probably university work, too, I would think. Oh, I think it explains work everywhere. I think employment in general is based on people well, not being hired because they're too smart because they get bored and leave well, the job. Well, let's go back to the Monterey campus there. He, yeah. he was using his wits and yeah. look what happened to him. So yeah. he passed the exam and now look what yeah. happened in practice. Don't be smart is, oh. is my word of wisdom. Don't use what you've got uh -uh. going for you. <laughs> Congress is poised to give a foreign mining company 2,400 acres of national forest in Arizona that is cherished ancestral home to Apache natives. They're going to give it up for, uh, what are they giving it up for? Oh, mining. Money, mining. Mining, yeah. Mining. <laughs> money. Mining. Money, mining. Uh, it's attached to a, uh, it's one of those attached bills. It's yeah. a U.S. Department oh, budget. so many of and, those. And they attach this in, which, uh, they, you know, I mean, I understand uh, being upset that your burial, medicinal, and ceremonial grounds would be taken down, but it's just the idea of, of what bothers me more is that it's, done just for a copper mine that they're going to they've agreed to set this land aside and now up oh, doesn't matter anymore yeah anyway 
Yeah, that's where it is in Arizona. It's a place called Tonto National Forest. I don't know how that came about, but surprised it wasn't named Lone Ranger. <laughs> uh, and the drought in California. It's over for a moment, but for not. Moment. But with, with the depletion we've got everywhere under underground, the groundwater depletion. Yeah. Nothing is is changing yet. We True. need about what, ten years of this. But Jake uh, Finley would tell us. I was just going to tell you that it's yeah. the worst in 1,200 years. 1,200 years. It's a 1,200-year storm? Yeah. No, okay. no, no. They, the drought we're experiencing, oh, that we haven't yeah. had a drought like this for 1,200 no. years. And the trouble is the heat, not the lack of water. Okay. So There's this, a this rain uh, yeah, will maybe help. But if we get heat up in the Sierras again and the snow melts down uh, and we can't capture it, then we're stuck in the drought again. And the former president of the corporation that contaminated drinking water in West Virginia earlier this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, um, he's been arrested on charges of criminal fraud. Well, Completely. they're on a roll in West Virginia yeah. then, rounding up all the suspects, the unusual suspects. Yeah. There with the, the mining company. Yeah. And now the... Um, this guy that, that you remember was about a year ago. It's still when, coal. This is the coal industry. They're all related. Yeah. Gary Southern is accused of bankruptcy fraud, bankruptcy fraud, wire fraud, and lying under or oath during Freedom Industries. I remember it being called Freedom Industries. What a joke. Yeah. It was the bankruptcy proceedings where he was doing all this fraud. Prosecutors say Southern developed a scheme <laughs> okay. to shield himself from lawsuits and protect his personal fortune from liability claims. Wow. And that was more than 300 West Virginians were left without drinking water, and in, dozens were hospitalized when which the spill, indefinite, then. the, the cool, cool cleaning chemical in the Elk River so keep spill that, happened. That formula, keep that formula that when we're using coal, we're we're doing a lot. There's a lot of hazards associated with that. Yeah. Is there so, anything you'd like to bring up? Because I'm well, going to wrap it up. I and, think you. This is your show, man. Wrap it up. You want me to? Well, I'm. You covered a lot of stuff this morning. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, let's just bring her in. Okay. Because well, she's I, watching that budget. She's watching all those little line items that everybody is pretending is not on page yeah. 1,012. Yeah. 1,012? Is that oh, where they are? Oh, there's lots of... Oh, there's, they're buried. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's lots of Oh, yeah, that's there. what's and crazy. And the campaign finance provision. Yeah, where, where, where they can give more money. Right. Now, corp, I think it's gone up about $100,000 more or so, and Sky's there's less the restrictions yeah. on what they can, they can give right now. And they bury this in a budget. Right. I don't... As, I really... I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. I, I think they should make a uh, a law that says you can't do this. You have a budget bill. You put your budget in it. Put it, put it in, right, exactly. Or put it in large, bold font in the yeah. beginning and of it, this. Or refer to this page because this is an amendment. Yeah, but and, but and that's he, the strategic thing. Load it up with those kinds of loopholes so that uh, business gets more unevenly distributed. Yeah. Anyway, moveon.org is trying to draft yeah. Elizabeth Warren, and for for the 2016 presidential run, but <laughs> Warren's already rejected their offers, and says she won't be running against Hillary. And maybe she wants a little Senate career under her belt. Yeah, and I also think it's when they gave her that uh, leadership position in the Democratic caucus. Okay. I think that was that was their, uh, I wouldn't call it an olive branch, but that was the payoff. Right. She does that. She's then, got something to do. She's She's prominent, and, and she'll learn to play by the rules more. And we'll see another Obama in about four years oh, where somebody will give us all sorts of promises. But Well, let's just keep reminding her who she is. Who so, is she? 
She's the one who has the financial literacy that nobody else in the Senate yeah, has. She really she's is amazing. The one. She, she pins it down. Her and Bernie Sanders. Yep. I like them both. Keep an eye on those folks. Okay. Don't dismiss anybody in the, in the much-discussed, pre-discussed 2016 presidential campaign. <sighs> well, I'm going well, to wrap hear about it here. Who's, whose opinions they aren't? I want to know who is this week. Who's what? Who's, whose opinions these are not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah let's, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Uh, but I have to say, and finally, first. Yes. And finally. And finally, President yes. Obama was diagnosed with acid reflux. He was? Yeah. Okay. I, th I, think, I think anybody would be diagnosed with acid reflux if they had his job. But. Right. Right.